0: Hello, and welcome back to Low Definition, the only podcast. I'm your host, Steve Lutz, and I couldn't be more excited to be here today for this celebration of weird words and other utterly ridiculous things. Speaking of which, let's introduce our players. And since this is technically our 25th episode, it seems like a good time to take stock and see how our returning contestants have fared so far. First up is Jason Snell. He's played this game 16 times and won twice for a yep. winning percentage of 0. 0.125. That's not great, but you have to
1: admire his irrational persistence. Try, try again, Jason. Uh, and also, it's been a very long time since I won. So I really, I was, my percentage was very high early and I should have quit while I was ahead, but I didn't. I think it was something like game one and game three. Mm-hmm. And here we are, game
2: 25. I persist.
0: Yep. Good job. Uh, we also have Brian Hamilton, who has to date gone one for 15, which comes to a winning percentage of medal
3: and so forth.
0: (laughs) Brian, if you win today, you'll pass Jason in the standings, which is an achievement of sorts, so Mm.
3: good luck with that. I'm excited to beat you, Snell. Eat it, Snell! Okay.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Next up is Adel Rafai, who has played only once before, and he did not win. But uh, at the time, he was deathly ill with Typhoid or the Qatar or something, so I don't really think it's fair to count it. But I'm gonna. It's a big goose egg for Adel. Welcome back anyway,
4: Adel. Wow, what a positive way to start off the show. I am so (laughs) energized now. This is cool.
0: I like to bring lots of positive energy. That's what I'm all about. Uh, Chip Sutterth has been here eleven times, and it says here he's won three times for a record of point two seven 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 and so forth. That's uh, that's actually not awful. I'm I'm gonna have to go back and check my math later.
5: Uh, meanwhile, hello again, Chip. Hi. That almost sounds like a respectable at bat, right?
0: In baseball, that's solid. That's a solid batting average. Uh, Not so great for on-base percentage, but, uh, you know, you're doing all right.
5: I'm glad to be here.
0: Excellent. Uh, Also here with Chip is Kathy Campbell. She's played 10 times and won once for a record of 0.1, which, hey, at least I didn't have to round it. Uh, You'll get him this time, Kathy.
6: Listen, I'm just so happy that I am not the worst player here so far.
0: That's good. Yeah, no, there there are worse things out there. Um, and our final player is joining us for the very first time, which means that he's blameless and without shame. I've won
7: every time. <laughs> That's right. So please welcome Arnie Meekamp. Oh, what a pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, yeah, well, we'll see what you think in about 10 minutes.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right, set a timer and ask me in 10 minutes.
0: Also, I'm sorry you have to play your first game against this lineup of heavy hitters. It must be very I, intense. No, I am going to
7: say, I've, I'm excited to have been slotted into the loser's bracket. I say that a lot of the I feel that's where I belong.
0: <laughs> they put you directly into the loser's bracket. You didn't even have to take a loss first. That's... Uh... <laughs> okay. And as always, those players were introduced in order of play as determined by random.org. Oh, Black Betty, bam Alam. lam whoa Black Betty, bam a random.org oh I'm sorry it appears I've accidentally read the ad copy for ramjam.org how embarrassing
6: (laughs) so embarrassing come on Steve one of these days
0: soldier on so here is how we play low definition in each round I will present you with a word and you will send me a definition for that word if you know the actual meaning of the word send me that and if you're right you'll score three points If you don't know the meaning, send me a fake definition that sounds plausible enough to fool the other players. Like, that's hard. Uh, When I have all of your definitions, I'll randomize and read them along with the real definition. Then each of you will have the chance to determine which one is correct. You'll get two points if you select the correct definition and one point for each other player you rope in with your fake definition. We play until someone reaches a score of 18 or until we've been playing long enough that words have ceased to have any meaning whatsoever. Uh, Oh, and one last rule. If in a round nobody gets the correct definition, guess what's got two thumbs and scores five points? This guy. Which means if that happens four times, I win and everybody else loses. By the way, of the 26 times we've played this game, I've won exactly once what's... for a winning percentage of of.037037037037037037 and so forth. So I'm really in no position to make fun of anyone, but I'm not going to let that stop me. So let's play some low definition. Yes, silence means consent, so let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Woo-hoo! Okay. Uh, so, traditionally, we begin low definition with round one, and today, we are going to begin low definition with round one, so here Ooh. we go. The word for round one is Curveyor. Curveyor, that's K-U-R-V-E-Y-O-R. Curveyor. Please send me your definitions for the word... Curveyor. Now. Jackson, did I miss your uh, answer, or are you still artisanally crafting
1: it? I am, art- I am
0: writing an um, answer, Steve. There <laughs>
6: it is. <laughs> artisanally crafted. Uh, I
0: think artisanally is what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> okay, all of the definitions are in for our round one word, which was Curveyor. I will read them now, and then you'll each get the opportunity to guess which one is real. Curveyor. One. A person who obtains cargo for a third party. Two. A dog pound vehicle. Three. A mechanized passenger belt on the sidewalk of an airport. Four. An asteroid that is too small for NASA to qualify as an asteroid.
2: Aww,
4: that's the saddest story in the world.
0: (laughs) Five. A traveling trader in southern Africa who transports goods by ox cart. Six. A surveyor of that most luscious of curvy bodies. Seven. An equation that, when graphed, goes from infinity into infinity while crossing over the x-axis at zero. Those are your options for Curveyor. And the first to get to guess
1: which one is the correct definition is Jason. I like to think of my guesses as more rewarding the answer that I like the most. Sure. Um, Because I I, I, clearly I've been proven to not be able to judge what's real and what's not. It's like um, a blue ribbon you get to hand out
0: every, yeah, every single round. It's a
1: round. gold star, and my gold star goes sure. to a mechanized passenger belt, number three.
0: Okay. As your gold star drifts down the sidewalk, we move on to Brian.
3: Uh, Jason, I can't do that because then I would be giving my vote to curvy bodies, which is not what I think it is actually going to be, so
4: <laughs> I am choosing a dog pound vehicle. Okay. Brings us to Adel. Uh, what was the one involving South Africa
0: A traveling trader in Southern Africa who transports goods by ox cart
4: I love a good ox i'm gonna i'm gonna choose that one All right. that moves us over to chips at Earth. What do you think
5: chip i I think I like the ox cart trader one as well. I'm going for that one, yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Wow, that is that's positive energy right there. I'm, Chip
1: also likes <laughs> oxes. Wow! I'm, I'm,
0: <laughs> wow, you guys have something in common. That's great, Kathy.
6: Uh, could you read me number one again, please?
0: Yes, a person who obtains cargo for a third party.
6: And then number two,
0: a dog pound vehicle.
6: Okay, that's and then number yeah. three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would like the dog pound vehicle, please. Okay,
0: and that leaves us with Arnie.
7: Well, I hate to jump on the bandwagon, but I'm going to hop on the ox wagon. I am going to choose uh, that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there room for a
2: band
0: ox. on an ox wagon? I'm not sure that that actually works. <laughs> okay. That's all the guesses. Um, so why don't we start with uh, Jason, sure. who thought that, uh, yeah, let's do that. Gold star. Um, Gold star time, conveyor, everybody. Jason's gold star went to a mechanized passenger belt on the sidewalk of an airport and now the person wearing that gold star is Chip. So a point to Chip for that I feel affirmed job Ah, let's see Adel, Chip, and Arnie all thought that a curveyor was a traveling trader in southern Africa who transports goods by ox cart And that is the correct definition, so two points each to Adel, Chip, and Arnie and that leaves us with Brian and Kathy, who both thought that a Curveyor was a dog pound vehicle. That's two more points to Arnie, who I'm feeling Ooh. like maybe is a bit Uh-oh. of a ringer here that we didn't know about. So. Nah.
7: <laughs> I just feel like the curvy bodies joke provided cover for my uh, dog pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. So or. I feel like, it w- yeah, that would have oh, maybe... Oh, damn it. Yeah. Or, but with a K. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh
0: boy i just got it <laughs>
7: <No>. <laughs> wait am i gonna lose points
0: now yeah you're out sorry <laughs> we're down to five players everyone thanks for thanks for playing arnie no actually at the end of the at the end of the first round uh our leader is arnie NeCamp with four points mm. that's a great start uh chip is in second with three points uh adel has third place locked up with two points and uh everybody else has nothing but it's early yet. There's a lot of game you have to collect. Got gl- a lot of gi- gold to go. stars
4: to give out, though, back here, in the back. <laughs> and if I may, I set a timer. It's been 10 minutes. Arnie, are you still having fun?
7: <laughs> well, you know what? I'm winning, so.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, now we okay. get them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's round two. That's when everything starts to go bad. So, uh, actually, round two is a listener word. Oh, listener word. Oh, listener word. No, hmm. this is just a word from a listener. In this case, it's oh. listener lemon. Who provided us this word for round 2? Gidunk. Gidunk. That's G E D U N K. Gidunk. So, please send me your definitions for the word Gidunk. Now. Okay, all of the definitions are in for the word Gidunk. Uh, I will read them now. Gidunk. One. The technical term for the minute hand of a wristwatch. Two. A watering hole. Three. Someone who enjoys dancing in public. Four. A formerly rural area that is suburbanizing. Five. Exploring a flooded mineshaft. Six, a canteen or snack bar on a naval vessel. Or seven, a species of Asian mollusk found in marsh-type environments. Those are your options
3: for gidunk. And Brian is our first gold star giver. Oh god. Alright, I'm peeling the sticker back from the sheet. I'm raising it up. I am putting it on my computer screen next to either formerly rural area or Asian mollusk. Hmm. Formerly rural
0: area. Okay. I was afraid for a second you were gonna tear it in half and put one on each, and we <laughs> can't have that.
3: Now I have to peel it off my computer monitor. Oh it's stick. Oh, that sucks. A formerly rural
0: area for Brian.
3: Uh Adel, you're next. Can you read me number two?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: A watering hole. Watering hole. Hmm. Uh, gedunk, gedunk. It's it sounds similar to geoduck, which is like a very obscene uh, little creature that lives off the coast of Seattle, I believe. Um, that they make into sashimi. Um, so that might be mollus. Uh, I'm gonna go with this. What well, was the second one? Uh, with the, are you bring uh, water- the-
7: in extra fake?
2: Definitions <laughs>
4: <laughs> Guys I'll I'll say right now Everyone take Just take five seconds To google Geoduck um, No No, and, and no googling allowed Yeah be, be Well Not right now uh, Oh I feel like teacher Just yelled at me uh, I'll go with number two and I'll, and I'll And I'll shut the hell up You're going with A watering hole
6: Yeah
5: After all that <laughs> Okay uh, Next up is Chip I can't read the word gadunk without hearing Sarah Jessica Parker in her hocus pocus voice going gadunk, 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 muck, or, 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 or whatever. <laughs> um what that has to do with a canteen on a naval vessel, I don't know, but there we are. Okay. Chip goes to the
0: canteen on a naval vessel. Uh, and that brings us to Kathy.
6: I'm regretting everything, but I would like to join Adel at the watering hole.
0: Okay.
7: That brings us to Arnie. Are, I have a rules question. Are we allowed to vote for ourselves, for our own definition?
0: Yes, you can. You won't get the point for it. But uh, if you want to do that as a misdirect or something, feel free. Mm. Well,
7: that, I'm not doing that uh, because <laughs> I'm really. This uh, is not misdirect
0: just, about a potential misdirect. I'm I, I feel so it.
7: confident about this rural area one. Uh, that's, that's my vote. That's good. I, I encourage that. You should be confident about
1: your rural area. <laughs>
0: and next up is
1: jason i am also taking a trip to a rural area that is suburbanizing. <laughs> yes. okay all
0: right uh that's all the guesses and uh so let's start with that one well, brian uh arnie and jason all thought that gedunk might be a formerly rural area that is suburbanizing and uh, that's actually Chip's rural area That you're all uh, oh. camping on So that's three points for Chip Chipsville Yep and It Kathy, used to be a podunk town Adel and Kathy yeah. meanwhile both thought that A gee dunk might be a watering hole That was actually Jason's answer So two points mm. to Jason for that And that leaves us with Chip Who believed that a gee dunk Might be a canteen or snack bar On a naval vessel and he is absolutely correct. Oh, mm, two points to Chip for that. That is, in fact, the definition of a gee dunk. The alternative uh, definition is ice cream, apparently. But uh, you, you can also call a place where ice cream is served a gee dunk. And in this case, it's a naval vessel. So uh, let's see. After round two, where are we? Wow, Chip, what happened? You've got eight points. <laughs> You're almost wow. like halfway there already. <laughs> That's... Wait, hang on. Is there something wrong with his spreadsheet? That... <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got five points this round. Did he get three points last round?
0: I have a real blind spot with Chip and math, apparently. No, it's it's right. He's got eight points. Good job, Chip.
6: Uh, I know still... it's difficult for anyone to actually do really well in this game, so I can understand why it's confusing.
0: Yes, it really is. Uh, in second place with four, it's still Arnie. He hasn't made a move yet from where he was last round, but that's all right. Uh, Jason made up some ground, though. He's got two points. Um, he's tied... For third with Adle, who still has two, and Brian, Kathy, and myself still have nothing.
6: High five. We yes. have each other.
0: Nothing, pals. That's us. Okay, I'll make those shirts. And that brings us around to round three. Uh, you know what? Let's do something a little different from round three. Let's do a round of what I call Goo Complete Me. Yes. <laughs> yes. In this round, I type a phrase into Google, and Google tries to save my fingers some work by providing some suggestions for what I might be trying to search for. The top autocomplete suggestion for that phrase is probably the thing that the largest number of people have searched for previously, and that's what I want you to send me. Uh, Now, with the release of a new Indiana Jones movie, around these parts, we're celebrating the summer of Indy! (sighs) Although I'm not sure why we didn't call it the Indian summer, it was right there, but uh, you know. Anyway, as a lifelong... That's what it's called now, Steve. Oh, boy. (laughs) As as I recommend I-N-D-Y-A-N, by the way, just, you know, Mm, to distinguish it. Anywho, as a lifelong seeker of knowledge, I was hungry for information, so I went to Google and typed the following words. Why does Indiana... Why does Indiana... So, won't you please send me the top autocomplete suggestion for the phrase, Why does Indiana
7: now the first time i ever noticed predictive text like that was remember when there was like for a day a rumor that jeff goldblum had fallen off of a cliff and died like years ago and so i started to google uh is jeff goldblum or jeff goldblum is this is if i was going to put jeff goldblum is dead or whatever and the thing that auto-populated was jeff goldblum is watching me poop that was the first, <laughs> that was the first thing
1: Happens to all of us. <laughs> no, no, we can't use that in the in the game. That wouldn't I have. Come on. No one would <laughs> have believed it. it.
0: <laughs> all of the uh, all of the autocomplete suggestions are in for the phrase. Why does Indiana? I will read them now. One. Why does Indiana Jones hate snakes? Two. Why does Indiana have Mike Pence? three why does indiana get so much snow four why does indiana suck five why does indiana hate chicago (laughs) six why does indiana not have an nmlb team seven. Why does Indiana Jones have a whip? Hmm. Those are your options for why does Indiana?
4: And the first to guess amongst them is Adel. Boy, oh boy. Um, I'm going to say I do like the hate Chicago one, but I don't know if that's true. I know Wisconsin hates Chicago. I'm going to say uh, we all because I'm, I'm curious as well. Let's be I fair. Think I, I'm going to Go for what I would type in, which is why does Indiana Jones have a whip? Because I don't know if we ever learned that. Okay. All right. Uh, Next is Chip.
5: Uh, I feel like the answers number two and number four are synonyms. Um, (laughs) But I gotta say snow. Snow why snow. does indiana get so much snow okay i think people
0: ask that question I'm, I'm asking it now why does indiana get so much snow chip
5: you don't have an answer you have the answer you you go completed it right <sighs> yeah, but i didn't hit enter
6: i told you i stopped
0: at Why does indiana okay let's move on to kathy
6: um, I'm giving a gold star to hate Chicago because <laughs> my husband is from Indiana. And- okay.
0: And does he in fact hate Chicago?
6: Yes. Okay. He does. There we go.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Chicago and Arnie Niecamp. Hello, Arnie.
7: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I'm te- I'm There's something about the Indiana Jones whip one that seems so dumb to me that it might (laughs) probably true like you walk away from that movie being like the one thing i didn't understand about that movie was why did he have a whip Um, everything else made sense but that whip yeah um but you know i live in chicago i was born and my family is in ohio i've spent a lot of time driving through indiana and i think it's uh why does indiana suck that's my that's what i think it is <laughs> okay <laughs> from a man who's been through there
2: yes <laughs> on the road
7: yes as someone that has mostly experienced the tollways of indiana sure
5: for the record we love we love our listeners from indiana
7: if you're a listener from indiana email the show and let us know why you suck <laughs> yeah. yes please please
1: uh jason you're up next Um, I hate Chicago. Okay. And what's your
0: answer? It's Chicago. (laughs) It's not Chicago. All right. And that leaves us with Brian.
2: Uh, Mm.
3: Not an option. I had an Uh, opinion. Pick another one. I had an opinion on one of these, and then I decided I don't know enough about MLB teams to know if it's actually true that they don't have an MLB team, so I'm hopping on the Chicago train, choo-choo. Okay. Choo-choo. It's called the L. I'm hopping on the L.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Not the M-L. Just the L.
3: I'm off to Pequod's. Get a pie.
0: Mm. (sighs) If you Pequod's, you should probably see a doctor. Okay, so all of the guesses are in for (laughs) White does Indiana, so let's see what happened there. Uh, let's start with Chip, who thought, why does Indiana get so much snow is something people were out there searching for? That actually was Kathy's answer. So point to Kathy for that. Arnie thought have a that point. why does Indiana suck was the likely candidate. That actually was Jason's answer. So But show me the why. <laughs> I-, I can't. Can't do it. Uh, Let's see. Oh, speaking of Jason, he, Kathy, and Brian Hamilton all thought, why does Indiana hate Chicago is something people were curious to know about on Google. Actually, that's three points to Arnie. Oh. Mm. Who I guess is revealing some sort of a complex about where he lives. I don't know. (laughs) That leaves us with uh, Adel, who thought, why does Indiana Jones have a whip is something people would ask in spite of Arnie thinking that it was a really dumb thing to ask that is in fact the top autocomplete suggestion Uh-oh. for the <laughs> Gosh.
6: clearly they have not watched last crusade
0: where in fact it is explained that he has a whip because of one very crazy day when he yeah. was like 10 years old
1: the yep, same cool. day where he learned that he doesn't like snakes in yeah. fact and he got yep. his hat
4: is and it, he got his it, scar on his chin yeah if nothing else isn't a whip basically nature's snake
1: well, there's huh. a bit. There's a bit in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull where, in fact, there is where they throw they throw him like a a, a thing to pull him out of a quicksand thing, and it's actually a snake, not a rope. Mm-hmm. The whole. Welcome bit.
6: to Summer of Indy.
1: Summer of Indy. Oh summer no, Indian Indy. summer.
7: Indian summer. Ooh. All right. You know, after Thanks, I, I hate saw it. after I saw the last Mission Impossible movie, I went home and googled why does Ethan Hunt have shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I just want to be clear. I've just entered Why Does Indiana in my web browser, and the only state of Indiana autocomplete in the entire list is Why Does Indiana Smell Bad? Yeah.
2: Oh! (laughs) So,
1: hats off to
0: you, Indiana. The additional uh, additional autocompletes I got were Why Does Indiana Jones Always Break Down? I don't know what that is. (laughs) Why Does Indiana Get Tornadoes? Why Does Indiana Jones Say I Like Ike? Yep. Why does Indiana love basketball? Why does Indiana Jones wear glasses? That's a good question. He doesn't seem to need them. Appears to be <laughs> a style thing. And, of course, why does Indiana smell bad? So, yeah, <laughs> lots of questions about Indiana's
6: out there.
3: If you don't have access to Google, write it in and we will Google it for you that's, and I give you all the other definitions. What
0: we're we here will for. give you
6: the full sentence. Well, I,
0: Brian might do it. I've already tired myself out typing in white as <laughs> Indiana. Okay. in uh, After round three, in first place, still Chip with eight points. Uh, but Arnie is coming close up on him. He's got seven points now. He's in second place. Uh, Adel has four. He's in third. Uh, Jason's in fourth place with three points. And Kathy has her first point. She's in fifth place. Brian and I, we're just chilling on the starting blocks. It's where the cool kids hang out. Slow and steady wins the race. That's right. Uh, let's move to round four. And uh, round four, let's go back to words for a bit. And uh, the word for round four is... quackerwadger.
3: Mm-hmm. Bless you.
0: Quackerwodger, that's Q U O C K E R W O D G E R. Quakker Please send me your definitions for the word Quakerwodger. Now, why
1: does Indiana Jones have a face? <laughs> why does Indiana Jones have movies? <laughs> <laughs>
6: So that we can have a summer of
1: Indiana. Indian summer.
6: I hate it. Indiana summer. hate it, Jason.
1: It doesn't snow that much in Indiana.
6: Every time I was there, it did. But of course, I always went in December to visit his mom. So, oh, well, you know. there's your problem right there. Yep.
0: All right. All of the definitions are in for the round forward. Quaker Wadger. Here they are. One, Scottish slang for Brie cheese. 2. Australian slang for a busybody. 3. A wooden toy figure that jerks its limbs when a string is pulled. 4. A woodcarver. 5. An avian dealer. 6. An aquatic military vehicle. Or seven, an old man who gets upset easily. Those are your options for the word quackerwodger. And our first guesser is Chip.
5: Um, Chip, what's a quackerwodger? I need to know. Why are, you, why are you asking me that in such an annoying way? Are you Australian? That's the way the game works, actually.
0: Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. Are, but I'm not a busybody, so maybe I don't understand what you're mm. doing. What's going on, Chip?
5: I am choosing an Australian busybody. Okay, good. All right. I feel better. Uh, Kathy, you're up next.
6: I would also like to choose an Australian busybody.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Arnie.
7: I'm going to give points to whoever said uh, the wind-up toy one. Okay. It just feels right or just is a clever answer. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Let's
0: move
1: on to Jason. Hmm. I I like the old man who gets upset easily. He's a real quacker watcher. He's an old
7: quacker watcher, is what I say. And <laughs> if he's a busy buddy, he could
1: even be an Australian quacker watcher. He's an old quacker watcher, is what I say. That's not Australian, but. Hello, hello. Hello, <laughs> hello. Any quacker watchers in here? Tar um, um, to tar I'm going to go with the old man who gets upset easily. He's a codger, okay. he's a quacker watcher.
0: You got it, dude. Uh, let's move on to Brian.
3: You know, I ignored the last military one to my own detriment. I did not choose the uh, what was it, canteen on a military ship or something. So I think I'm going to choose the aquatic military vehicle okay. uh, to hopefully get me some points.
1: A little dunk in the back of that Quaker Watcher.
6: <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk.
0: That it's it's got to be a very well. Never mind. Uh, let's see. What's <laughs> up next? That leaves Adle. Hey addle.
2: What do you think of Little Wooden is?
0: boy. <laughs>
2: the little, <laughs> the wooden, little boy. wooden boy.
0: Okay. Alright. I believe that's everybody. So, uh let's start here. How about uh, Chip and Kathy, who thought that a Quackerwodger might be Australian slang for a busybody? That actually was Jason's answer, so ah, good day, mate.
6: Congratulations, Jason. Oh gosh, no. <laughs>
0: Please uh, come buy some beautiful pine furniture at my Quaker wadger. Okay, sorry. I'm going to stop doing accents now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Brian thought that a Quaker wadger might be an aquatic military vehicle. That actually was Adel's answer, so a point to uh. Adel. Jason, meanwhile, thought that a Quaker was an old man who gets upset easily. That was Arnie's definition, so another <laughs> point to Arnie. <laughs> And while we're on the subject of Adele and Arnie, they both thought that a quacker wadger might be a wooden toy figure that jerks its limbs when a string is pulled. And they are absolutely correct. That is Whoa.
2: the definition of a quacker Wager. Wow.
4: Look for the newest episode of Hello for the Magic Tavern actually has a quacker wadger as a guest, oh, um, oh, played by Arnie, who played the quacker wadger, I forget.
7: I think it was um, Alan Cummings. Yes, <laughs> thank you.
4: Yes, thank you. <laughs> And he basically, I mean, he basically did his MC from Cabaret, which was a little annoying. Mm-hmm.
7: Huh. But he, kept, he spoke only in lines from the Jabberwocky.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Looking forward to that. Okay. So uh, moving on. Uh, round four is over. And uh, at the end of round four, Arnie's back in the lead. He's got 10 mm-hmm. points. Uh, Chip is hanging steady at second with eight points. Uh, Adel's got seven points he's in third Jason is in fourth place With five points Kathy still got One point she's in fifth Brian and I Still chilling it's cool We're happy back here aren't we Brian Steve
3: I like hanging out with you but I think I think I want to move On I, ju- I think I oh. need to get a point or two. Oh boy this is awesome Please don't take it personally I just, mm. I just need to move on
0: Oh man you had to do this on the show Brian it's not you it's points <sighs> Yeah no I understand I like points too okay fine Uh, so on to round five and you know what? I'm still riding high on the good seasonal vibes of the Indian summer. So, uh, why don't we get back to that and play around that? I call goof off. No, you goof off. Oh boy. Uh, I guess I asked for that. Uh, this one's easy. I'm going to name a movie and I want you to send me the most highly rated IMDB goof (laughs) for that
2: movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, Now, Hollywood is so full of goofs that uh, IMDb has to organize them by category. In this Mm. case, we're going with the category of continuity. So I want you to send me the continuity goof voted most helpful with 69 votes, which is nice nice. Yeah, for Raiders of the Lost Ark (laughs) (laughs) and not, in fact, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is what IMDb tried to tell me this movie was called. I'm not having it. Uh, so just so you have some context here is the second most helpful continuity goof with 47 votes for raiders when tote grabs the red hot medallion his fingers are burned later in the movie the burns are all squarely in the center of his palm and upside down compared to the position in which he palmed the medallion what a goof oh boy so there you go uh take it back that movie sucks (laughs) <laughs> so bad. All Did you of see that, that medallion Absolutely. part? Ugh. So please send me the top goof for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now. It's a secret theme episode. Mm. It's not secret if you tell us. Well, it can't be a secret forever. At some point, people have to realize it's a theme episode. Otherwise, what's the point?
6: It's true. However, our listeners are very smart, so they would have figured it out.
7: As someone who has spent some amount of his life writing trivia, I know sometimes I know a secret theme usually just means you're thinking about something, so it's easy to come up with another question <laughs> in that same general area.
0: Okay, all of the goofs are in for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, in the category of continuity, one of these is the most helpful goof, as described by IMDb. So, here they are. One, the staff is supposed to be 60 inches tall. The pole that Indy inserts into the hole in the map room towers over his head, indicating incorrectly that Indy is less than five feet tall. The (laughs) Laserdisc edition disproves any claim that he's standing on a lower step. Two. (laughs) A contestant in the incomparable game show Low Definition has never, in fact, watched Raiders of the Lost Ark all the way through. <laughs> Whoops! That's a goof. Three. No one explains why Indiana Jones has a whip. Four. The number of overturned glasses on the table in the bar during the drinking game changes throughout the scene. Five. When Marion is carried away in a basket, Indiana was right behind her and could clearly hear her calling for help. However, in the next shot, Indiana has a hard time finding her amongst all the other identical baskets and cannot figure out which basket she is in. Clearly, Marion should be with an earshot and it should be obvious which basket she's in. Six, the student in class who has Love You written on her eyelids moves seats three times during the classroom scene. (laughs) And seven, in the map of Indy's plane trip, Tibet's name is incorrectly placed atop Bhutan. That's it. Those are all the goofs. And the first person who gets to guess which one of those is a real goof is Kathy.
6: They're all such great great um, words put together mm-hmm. um, in those sentences. And uh, I would like to give my gold star to the basket one because there were so many words included there in that. There
0: were a lot of words in that. It took a very long
7: time to get through that.
0: Uh, next up is Arnie.
7: This uh, I, I'm unfamiliar with how long these would normally be but it it feels a little long but the staff one feels both like something that someone would care about being wrong and also that would delight people as as being a goof okay so that's my vote all right uh next up is jason Uh, yeah some of these are really
1: good um And some are not so good. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but it was strongly implied. Um, (laughs) It's my job as the host to dish out some tough love from time to time. You know, the the staff one may be right. The basket one certainly is right. The overturned glasses, in terms of continuity, it's probably true. I've never really noticed that before. I'll have to watch it, watch for that the next time, see if that's a real goof or not. Um i i admit to not having memorized any maps so i don't know about that one that seems <laughs> there's maps in that movie that's plausible the student oh boy i mean yeah the, the student does are, are we paying attention to where she's sitting i don't know um i'm gonna go with the staff one though i love that the, the, the height of the staff is actually important to the movie and if they if they got that wrong then that's hilarious so let's say the staff okay uh that brings us to brian
3: I know it's not the number of overturned glasses because that drinking game is done in a single shot. I just rewatched this last week, so (laughs) that is not a goofer. Mm. Um, I'm between the basket and the staff because those are about the appropriate length of an IMDb goof and Between the I, basket and the
0: staff is my autobiography title, by the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if the laser disc mentioned in the staff supposed to be 60 inches tall is a bit that someone threw in on the show, but if it is, you know what? Good on you. I'm jumping on the staff. Wait, I'm choosing the staff. Oh, <laughs> oh.
6: This is a family show, Brian. Uh,
4: yeah. Is it? Let's move on to Addle. Uh, I'm going to go with Basket, please. Okay. Wow.
0: So many words, and then so few it's a it's a real roller coaster this uh, this
5: episode uh and that leaves us with chip well, as an individual who has the damnedest <laughs> gaps in his cinematic vocabulary uh-huh. I'm, oh, just, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to go with uh, what sounds like it's the funniest on i m d b and that the most people have leaned into, so I'm leaning into the staff, okay.
0: Uh, okay. Hopefully, uh, all you guys leaning on the staff, we don't end up with an infection of some kind. Okay. Um, so wow. Only two, uh, goofs garnished any answers and they were both the really long ones that I re- didn't really want to have to say again, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> Kathy and Adel both thought that, uh, the correct IMDB goof might be When Marion is carried away in a basket, Indiana was right behind her and could clearly hear her calling for help. However, in the next shot, Indiana has a hard time finding her among all the other identical baskets and cannot figure out which basket she's in. Clearly, Marion should be within earshot and it should be obvious which basket she is
1: in. And that was wrong. That was Brian's answer. So right. two points wow, to Brian. Brian. That's that's Brian inhabiting a person who doesn't understand how cuts in movies work, yep. how sound <laughs> works, how people don't precisely locate sound, but yep. it's very much like what you'd see on IMDB. So
3: I put in the completely redundant clause, cannot find which basket she's in, and is having trouble finding her in the baskets. <laughs> that was intentional. Well done,
1: Everybody Brian.
0: else, that would be Arnie, Jason, Brian, and Chip thought that uh, the top continuity goof for Raiders of the Lost Ark was the staff is supposed to be 60 inches tall, the pole that Indy inserts into the hole in the map room towers over his head indicating incorrectly that Indy is less than 5 feet tall, the laser disc edition disproves any claim that he is standing on a lower step and that is the top rated goof oh, in continuity oh, for wow. Raiders of the Lost Ark by the way Brian, I how
6: dare you ruin my answer <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> By the way, I decided to omit the part where in a parenthetical, this goof writer wrote six Kadams equals 72 inches minus one Kadam to calculate out 60 Mm -hmm. inches tall, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I felt like it would be too much of a dead giveaway.
7: But uh, there you go. Six Kadams equals one (laughs) Quackwadger.
0: Wow. By the way, in the goofs... um, that do exist in continuity uh there is also one describing how the various students in Indy's lecture hall change positions in various Ah. shots (laughs) and also one that discusses how the names on the maps are incorrect because they would have changed (laughs) by a certain
7: point wow i like to imagine the young woman who writes love you on her eyelids just keeps changing seats because she's like I see he seen yeah. i see gotta
6: make it. sure that he sees the maybe note.
7: maybe he's got a blind spot right over here so i need
0: to move <laughs> over well, to his and person. i can't
3: see if he can see because my eyes are closed
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh but not no goofs as far as i can see about the uh, lack of provenance of the whip in raiders mm. of the lost ark so mm. google laugh. it that's a good idea. Let's do that. Uh, so, let's see. After round five, is it really only round five? It feels like a lifetime already. Uh, in first place is Arnie with 12 points. In second is Chip with 10. Uh, Jason and Adel are tied for third with seven points each. Brian, you've left the warm confines of the uh, starting square, which uh, I'm going to miss you. You are in fifth with fourth with four points. Uh, and Kathy is uh, still, she still has one point. Maybe she's happy with that. I don't know. You happy with that, Kathy?
6: You know what? I am happy to not have zero. One point's which pretty good. is a is a is a tradition for me. So okay. I still can't believe I ever won a game.
0: Tradition is important. So uh, all right, let's move on to round six. And uh, round six, let's go back to words. I mean, it is kind of why we do the show. Uh, Man, okay. It's the
6: crazy round. What, wait, what?
0: Wait a minute. That can't is round six. Why, you're right, it is the crazy round! Whoa! Oh, man.
2: Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, for round six, which is the crazy round, the word is... Yupus. Yupus. That's U-P-A-S. Yupus. So, please send me your definitions for the word yupus. Now.
3: Anything can happen. Anything. No, Yupus. That's what makes it crazy.
0: We're moving so fast in this game. Although, we've seen that before. Somebody jumps out to like a 12-point lead, and then eight rounds later still has 12 points. Yeah. I'm not feeling at
1: all discouraged.
0: Cool. I am. Okay, all of the definitions are in for the word Upis. And I'll read them now. IUPAS 1. A sliding hook used for rigging stage lights. 2. A small cactus found primarily in Chile. 3. The practice of taking a deep inhale as your steak is being served, savoring its aroma in anticipation of taking the first bite. 4. When you buy vegetables knowing that they will never be eaten. 5. A toxic tree sap used to poison arrows. 6. When an answer on a game show is clearly wrong, but because it is also really long and makes the host of the game show have to read the whole thing, it gets at least one vote because everyone realizes that the host, hypothetically named Steve Lutz, for instance, would have to read the entire thing all over again during the point roundup at the end of the round. Makes you think, huh? Hmm. And seven. How doctors used to tell people they had lupus until it was deemed insensitive.
6: We're getting silly. <laughs> the oh. amount of pan in the thing. Yeah. Oh.
0: All right. Those are the definitions you submitted for the word Yupus, and now you're stuck with them. So let's uh, guess which one is real. And in uh, round six, the first guesser is
7: Arnie. What was the fifth one again? ah.
0: <laughs> uh. A toxic tree sap used to poison arrows.
7: I'm sorry, what was the fourth one?
0: When you buy vegetables knowing that they will never be eaten. <laughs> okay.
7: I sure it's not like there. the
1: feeling you get when you buy vegetables knowing they
7: were... It seems very... Uh, Philosophical. I'm going to say the cactus one. Okay. A small cactus found primarily in Chile. Jason.
1: Hmm um let's see uh stage lights has got weird like they're weird terminology in the stage um the atacama desert is in chile so they could have a cactus there probably maybe um toxic tree sap and poison arrows is right out of raiders of the lost ark (laughs) Well let's go with that one. So Jason. Let's go let's let's go with that one. The Toxic Tree set And I I admire if it's not the answer, I admire the person who is theming their fake answers to Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's great.
3: Okay. Gold Star to
0: Brian. Oh, Gold Star. Love those.
3: I don't like any of these answers and I need (laughs) the points, so I can't I can't choose (laughs) the lupus answer, which is my favorite answer given. Um Small cactus found primarily in Chile is the dictionary definition of a low-definition definition. definition. Wait. No. Um, Uh, Now
0: you know what I live through.
3: (laughs) Toxic tree sap is straight out of raiders. Uh, I'm giving it to the sliding hook. Mm, Sliding hook. Okay.
4: Uh, Next up is Addle. Uh, I am going to choose the uh, tree sap for arrows. Okay. You got it. Colvitos
5: arrows. Three days. And that takes us to Chip. There's been so much panage in the thing. Um, I'm going to go with the toxic sap because I don't know if it was in Raiders or not. Okay. It is yours. And that leaves us with Kathy.
6: I would like a serving of toxic sap, please.
0: Okie doke. A lot of toxic sap out there. I don't like this. I don't like (laughs) this. (laughs) Is this my first five-point score in the round where like four of the answers were ridiculous? Boy, that would be ironic.
2: Let's find out, <laughs> shall we?
0: Uh, Brian thought that uh, Yupus might be a sliding hook used for rigging stage lights. That actually was Chip's answer, so. Uh, next up, Arnie thought that Yupus might be a small cactus found primarily in Chile. That was Jason's answer. Mm. Could be. And everybody else, that would be Jason, Adel, Chip, and Kathy thought that Yupus might be a toxic tree sap used to poison arrows. And they were correct. That is in fact. <laughs> oh my god. The definition of Yupus.
5: Uh named for the Yupus wow.
0: tree where the sap actually comes from. So hmm. there you go.
5: Which means that we were not we were not the toxic saps.
1: I I like to think that uh the practice of taking a deep inhale of your steak as it's served. Uh is it an acronym for like you purchased a steak?
2: Ooh, nice.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Okay. Uh, So, where are we at with the scores after round six? Well, Chip has jumped into first place with 13 points. Amazingly, Arnie didn't score anything that round with his incredibly long answer that I never had to read again because nobody
6: bit. (laughs) I
7: know, because I can not remember what number it
6: was. (laughs) Was it the penultimate one?
2: That was the bit I thought you were talking about.
0: Oh, boy. Best laid plans. Uh, in third place with 10 points is Jason. Uh, Adel's got nine points. He's in fourth. Brian is in uh, fifth place with four points. Kathy, you've got three now. Good job. Woo-hoo! You're still in sixth, though, but you know, you're know you making your That's move, okay. so good job. Uh, I still have nothing. Uh, no thanks to all of you with your ridiculous answers. So uh, <laughs> let's move on to round seven. And the word for round seven is... Moo Perunia. Moo Perunia That's M-E-U P-A-R E-U-N I-A Moo Perunia Please send me your definitions for the word Moo Perunia Now Moo Perunia
5: Thank you I I was there too Okay, all of
0: the definitions are in for our word for round seven, which was mu perunia. Here are your definitions one, a steady state of mild depression, also known as dysthemia, two, a rare contagious compulsion to dance, three, face blindness. 4. A bouquet of flowers consisting of at least three different species of blooms, with at least five different colors. 5. An Indian dessert using lassi as its base. 6. Being unable to use 3D glasses. Or 7. A sexual act that is gratifying to only one participant. (laughs) <laughs> Those are your options for the word Moo Perunia And uh, our first guesser Is Jason
1: This sounds Like a Some sort of a, a a disorder Like a brain disorder of some Kind and there are several answers here That fit that Because uh, it's like In what pareidolia, pareidolia is um, Seeing Like, seeing faces in things. (laughs) Um, uh, Face... 3D. I'm going to go with 3D glasses. Okay. But I can't use them. Eh. Oh,
0: man. You have Mufarunya. I didn't know that. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Next up is Brian.
3: I have decided that I like the theme of... All of these like medical conditions. So I think that's one of those. And I'm going with face blindness. Okay. Who said that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which works great on a podcast where yeah. we're not using video at all. <laughs>
1: they don't know that, Steve.
0: Okay. Sorry. Never mind. Uh, Adel, you're up.
4: Uh, I think I'll go face blindness as well.
0: Okay. Next up is Chip.
5: I'm going with the compulsion to dance. All right,
1: <laughs> gotta dance, gotta dance,
0: and now you gotta dance, and you gotta dance, and so on, and so on, and so on.
5: Yeah,
6: we uh, can next, dance
0: if you want to. Next up is Kathy.
6: I am going. I have to give my gold star to the sexual position. Answer. Oh
1: my! <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, is that what if you're you choosing? What okay. Mean. Give yes. the gold star.
2: Yeah, it. the old <laughs> gold star.
7: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that leaves us with Arnie. Could you read uh, the sixth one from, from the last, last round, round again? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, here it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when an answer on the, No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Let's move. Let's move on.
7: Um. You know what? I'll. There are several that I i'm torn between but i'm just gonna go ahead and go with the 3d glasses one as well okay i feel like the face blindness there's another name for it that i can't remember yes it's on. face blindness mm.
0: <laughs> okay that's uh all the gold stars have been handed out and uh bedecked many answers gross starting with this one <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh chip thought that uh mu might be a rare contagious compulsion to dance that was uh, arnie's answer so a point to arnie speaking of arnie he and jason both thought that mu might be being unable to use 3d glasses that was brian's answer so two points to brian, Good brian. Answer. get those points can't use 3d brian thought that uh mu might be face blindness as did Adel. And uh, they were both wrong. That was Jason's answer. (laughs) (laughs) And that leaves Kathy, who thought that Moo Perunia might be a sexual act that is gratifying to only one participant. I don't personally believe such a thing exists, but that is the definition of Moo Perunia. So So, good job, Kathy. Thank you. Uh, Or maybe not so good a job. You're never getting that gold star back, though.
6: No, no, don't, it's, 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 belongs where it belongs. Okay. I'll get a new one. So here we are. Now that
7: I know what that word means, I understand so many reviews I've got. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a review system set up on a, like a message board somewhere? I do. Yeah. Okay. On on a headboard somewhere.
3: (laughs) So your whole life you were like, but but I can use 3d glasses.
7: (laughs) Yeah
0: okay so uh here we are at the end of round seven and um right at the moment chip is back in the lead he's got 13 i'm sorry no he's not he's tied for the lead he and arnie each have 13 points wow they're neck and neck uh jason's hot on their heels though he's in third place with 12 points Adel has nine points he's in fourth brian has uh six points for a fifth place position and um kathy's got five for for sixth pretty good pretty good Woohoo! i'm the only one with no points but I'm okay with that. So, uh, round eight. You know what? Words are great, but let's see something a little different for this round. Uh, this is a new round. This is something I call AIYI. Oh,
2: no. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, for this round, I dropped by ChatGPT and entered a simple prompt. I just want you to send me ChatGPT's response to that prompt. And in this way, we shall learn which among us are real human beings and which have been algorithms strapped to a language model all along. Crap, uh, crap, and crap, in keeping crap. with our loose theme, the prompt I entered this time was write a one-sentence plot synopsis for a new Indiana Jones film. So, won't you please tell me what ChatGPT GPT responded to me when I asked it that? Now, the key here is one sentence. I didn't want everybody to come back with, like, three paragraphs.
6: No, I appreciate that. Um, Could you read the prompt again?
0: Write a one-sentence plot synopsis for a new Indiana Jones film. All right. uh, All of the plot synopses are actually in. You were almost as fast as ChatGPT. Good job, everybody. Um, One of these was written by a machine, and the others were written by, I think, people. I mean, I've never met some of you, so it's entirely possible that I'm speaking to a variety of Pearl scripts, but uh, let's see if you can all pick out which one's which. Okay. The prompt was write a one-sentence plot synopsis for a new Indiana Jones film, and here they are. One. Indiana Jones becomes a museum curator, and while in attendance of an exhibit of several pieces he donated to, he must fend off a group of people attempting to steal said pieces. Two. Two. Indiana Jones raids the Lost Ark again after many years away with his good pal (laughs) Short Round. 3. Nazis have stolen the Declaration of Independence, and Ah. Indiana Jones must return it to the museum. 4. In Indiana Jones and the Lost City of the Serpent's Curse... Renowned archaeologist and adventurer Dr. Henry Indiana Jones finds himself entangled in a dangerous race against time and a sinister organization to uncover the secrets of an ancient lost city hidden deep within the Amazon rainforest. 5. Globetrotting archaeologist Indiana Jones discovers a Nazi plot to unearth the lost library of Alexandria before time runs out. 6. On his deathbed, Indiana Jones is presented with the Holy Grail and is rejuvenated for one final adventure. Or seven. In the new Indiana Jones film, Indiana Jones races against a team of Chinese archaeologists to discover the location of a Buddhist temple containing a magical artifact capable of controlling Earth's tides. Okay, one of those is ChatGPT's submission, and the rest came from you all, so uh, I'm not sure I could tell who's who if I didn't know which one is which. Let's find out if Brian Hamilton can do it.
3: Hey, Brian. I certainly cannot. Oh, God. (laughs) Hmm. All right, let's toss it out. I think that the syntax makes the most sense from chat gpt for the very last one in the new indiana jones film blah 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 controlling earth's tides i think that's the one that sounds the most like chat gpt
4: okay you've got it uh next up is atl yeah i'll go with earth tides as well earth tides
5: okay chip Lost City of the Serpent's Curse had the reference to Professor Henry Jones, right?
0: Uh Dr. Henry Indiana Jones.
5: Dr. Henry, yeah. Indiana's in quotes, by
0: the way. Yeah, and because
5: difference. of that, I just feel like that's either that's either totally chat GPT or that's the best uh attempt at aping Chat GPT. I'm going for that one. Okay. Uh next on our list is Kathy. Uh the
6: one that Chip picked was number four, correct?
0: That is correct.
6: Okay, that's the number I wrote down, so I would like to pick number four. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Arnie, how about you?
7: I also wrote down four because the <laughs> cadence of it just really <laughs> sounded like chat, beat, chat GBT to me, even though I'm n- and not in any way familiar with it. Okay. But the fact that I can remember no details about it, I think... Is also like a pretty good argument. (laughs) Okay. And just as a side note, I hope the right one isn't um the one where he get Indiana Jones gets young again because that's kind of like a clever idea. (laughs) Too clever (laughs) for a computer. I'll be worried.
1: Okay. Um Jason, you're up. I like the first one because it makes no sense. (laughs) <laughs> it's like indiana jones gets a new job and then fights people in his new job like, okay chat gpt sure mm-hmm. okay um and oh that's it
0: all right everybody's guessed. um let's see what happened there let's start with uh you jason since you just went uh, you thought that ChatGPT might have written, Indiana Jones becomes a museum curator, and while in attendance of an exhibit of several pieces he donated to, he must fend off a group of people attempting to steal said pieces. Oh, right. He's an art donor, too. <clears throat> Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, that uh, that uh, answer was donated by Addle and not ChatGPT. Wow. So.
1: so creative.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do we have here? We have Brian and Addle who thought that uh, ChatGPT might have written in the new Indiana Jones film, Indiana Jones races against a team of Chinese archaeologists to discover the location of a Buddhist temple containing a magical artifact capable of controlling
1: Earth's tides. That was actually Jason controlling your minds with his answer. Ooh. But I know that ChatGPT tends to keep repeating what you say back to you, so thank right. you, Brian. For Good that. point.
0: So that leaves us with... I <sighs> gotta take a breath. In Indiana Jones and the Lost City of the Serpent's Curse, renowned archaeologist and adventurer Dr. Henry Indiana Jones finds himself entangled in a dangerous race against time and a sinister organization to uncover the secrets of an ancient lost city hidden deep within the Amazon rainforest. And uh, both, well, actually, all three—Chip, Kathy, and Arnie—thought that that might have been written by ChatGPT, and they were right. Wow. That was ChatGPT's wow. answer. Wow. And, So good job to the three of you. Uh, I particularly like that it came up with Indiana Jones and the Lost City of the Serpent's Curse Uh which is kind of outside the bounds of the standard uh, template. And
1: the plot is basically Kingdom of the Crystal Skull?
0: (laughs) More or less, yeah. The first three times I I entered this prompt it came back with what I believe to be the plot of the new movie that's coming out. Uh (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's
0: like, no, 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 not that new movie. I want a new new movie. But eventually it came across this one. Uh, So, cool. After that round uh, we, we have a another tie for first uh with 15 points each chip and arnie they are both within striking distance this, It could happen this very round um, yeah. jason though is very close behind i would say also in striking distance with 14 points in fourth place with 10 points is Adel. in fifth place with seven points is kathy kathy you're out of sixth good job wow um, not that there's anything wrong with six brian hamilton with your six points
3: it's and, like uh, a medal again because I got six 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 repeating as my wow. percentage mm. at the beginning, is and now is, it just comes full circle. Yeah, is
0: there something we should know about you? I like do you have like any tattoos that we did in your in your hairline that uh, you know? We'll I'll never tell you or anything. Okay, so uh, let's move on to round three. Hey, we're back to words, everybody. What do you know about that? And uh, the word for round three? I said, did I say round three? How about oh, we do round good. nine? Three squared. I mean, I know. Three squared. Let's go back three to squared. round three. I think oh, I can okay. get it this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the word for round nine, which is this round, <laughs> is ho dad. Ho dad. That's spelled pretty much exactly how you'd expect it to be. That's H O D A D. Hodad. dad. Which, please send me your definitions
1: for the word ho dad now you know what's worse than not knowing what the word is is knowing that you used to know what the word meant and
0: don't yeah, anymore right? or you've heard the word and you just can't figure God. out exactly which which quadrant of your brain it's coming from
5: so where i where i want to say that i've heard that word before is uh, in low uh, definition uh, uh,
0: uh, i don't think we've um, done it
1: pretty sure we haven't okay Check, check with that guy who has the wiki of all the low-definition responses. And On the
0: other hand, I kind of hope we have because, Chip, if you've heard this word on low-definition and you were on that episode and you don't remember it, then uh, that's pretty funny.
6: That's pretty funny. It's
5: not that funny.
0: All right. So, fortunately, all of the definitions are in and uh, we can move on. Um, so, I will read them now and uh, then you'll get to choose amongst them. Hodad was the word. 1. An Egyptian maquette. 2. Someone who brags about his surfing prowess but has never actually surfed. 3. Nickname for a crayfish hatchling. 4. A disappointing accessory or embellishment. 5. Surfboard wax. Six. The person at a dance who draws the most attention. Or seven. A promiscuous father.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: those are your options. You got to live with them. And, uh,. First to get the guess in this round, which is nine, not three. I want to make that perfectly clear, is Adel, who also went first in round three. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, I feel like a hodad is probably only interested in me, Perunya, So uh, <laughs> we'll cross off the last one. I uh, the This does sound like an Australian slang term for the person who claims to have surfed but hasn't, whatever that one was. Was that two, three? Two. Two. I'm going to go with two, please.
5: Okay chip i'm following atl
4: okay
0: might be a good strategy or maybe he's leading you astray you never know kathy
6: i would like a disappointing accessory please
7: (laughs) okay (laughs) Mm. everybody wants one of those Mm
2: -hmm.
6: arnie
7: it is interesting that there's two surfing ones isn't that Um, interesting i wonder what that means I mean i especially people were saying that they felt like they've heard this before, so it's possible that someone is kind of like you know, that all of that said i'm gonna that's oh, great i'll go for, I'll go for that one I'll go for the uh <laughs> I'll go for the second surfing I'll go for the surf wax one cool, cool, oh the second one, okay, all right.
0: And we have our first "ah screw it" of the game. So congratulations,
2: everyone! We made it <laughs> we to round made nine. It till
6: nine. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I, to round three,
5: I think my I think my Indiana Jones answer was a screw it.
0: <laughs> I, there were unofficial ones, but this is the first to use the actual words. Jason, you're up.
1: Hmm, like Arnie. I have a. I like Arnie too. I'm He's thinking, good thinking about surfing. Thinking about surfing. Yeah. I'm going to go with the someone who brags about surfing prowess, too. Yeah. Okay.
2: You
0: got it. And um, do, 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 do. that leaves us with Brian.
3: I was so close to going with the person that dance who draws the most attention because so many times in this game so far, I've seen one. But it's definitely not that. And then it turns out to be that. And so I think, mm, should I go with that one? But then everyone's being such a good case for the surfing ones i'm going with bragging about surfing prowess and i hope that the answer is not actually person at dance okay well um
0: why don't we i think all the answers are in at this point yes they are uh so why don't we start with that one which uh Adel, chip jason and brian all thought Uh, which was a hodad is someone who brags about his surfing prowess, but has never actually surfed. And yes, they are correct. That is the definition of hodad. So, um, wow, that pushes Jason and Chip very, very close. They each have 17 points.
1: Do we know if that's Australian in origin? uh i
0: don't think so Steve, i feel like it's southern california it's line. a
1: restaurant in, in san diego right it is also a restaurant in san diego That's, yes I, and i knew it was like oceanside uh, restaurant in san diego wow. is where i got and i was like i think it's surf related in some way because you can go to Hodads in san in uh, san diego so yeah and it's a really really good burger joint which mm-hmm. i highly recommend so if you're ever in san diego
0: come by Hodads, and you will not be served a promiscuous father um but you won't not be served a promiscuous father <laughs> that's true maybe yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't dismiss the possibility right. of a mm-hmm. of a promiscuous father showing up by your hey, Steve,
1: what about that great definition about wax though
0: about surfboard <laughs> wax you mean the one supplied by the person who thought that it might be something related to something that he didn't remember oh what it was my. until he heard the surfing uh, question that's the one yeah that was your uh. answer jason So uh, he took down uh, Arnie with that one, or he would be up there with you guys with 17 points. Instead, he's got 16. And uh, that leaves Kathy who thought that a ho dad <laughs> might be a disappointing accessory or embellishment, which I enjoy the idea that it's it's the disappointing accessory.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> and that I, was
1: Arnie's answer. I got you <laughs> this gold necklace. Unfortunately it's actually just a chocolate <laughs> coin wrapped in gold foil.
6: <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. disappointed I didn't get any points, but I am happy to have given Arnie one, mm.
7: maybe. I meant to get you a little doodad, but I got you a dad. <laughs> <Aww.
2: laughs>
0: so, yeah, after that round, I think it's going to happen here in round 10, folks, because uh, as of round nine, Jason and Chip are both tied with 17 points. One point for each of them pushes them over the edge. Uh, Arnie is very close with 16 points. Uh, Addles in fourth with 12. Brian is in fifth with eight points. Kathy is in sixth with seven points. I got nothing. That's all right. Um, so here we go. Round 10. I think this is going to do it. We might finish in under two hours too, which is extremely exciting. And the word for round 10 is... (laughs) Crouchyprouchals. What?
2: (gasps) Steve.
3: (laughs)
0: Crouchyprouchals.
2: You
3: wear us down and then break out the (laughs) crouchyprouchals.
0: That's C-R-O-O-C-H-I-E-Dash... P-R-O-O-C-H-L-E-S. crouchy pruchles, just like I said. So, <laughs> you please send me your definition for the word crouchy pruchles. now?
3: Are there any capital letters in it, like a proper noun or anything? No,
1: sir. Language of origin? Can you use it in a sentence?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the word... What's the definition? <laughs>
6: yeah.
1: I would certainly tell you if it was
0: a proper noun. Actually, I might not. No, you wouldn't. In this case, though, since you asked specifically, I am honor-bound to tell you that no. There are no capital letters in this. Unless it comes at the beginning of sentence. All right. Here we are. All of the definitions are in for the round 10 word, which was seriously, cruchy (laughs) proocholes So, I will read them now. Cruci Proochels <laughs> so one Dog Treats two The title of Polly Shore's autobiography <laughs> three A term used to describe unevenly sized love handles four An English cereal snack 5. The first boy-girl dance held at a middle school that term. 6. A feeling of discomfort caused by sitting in a cramped position. Or 7. The uncomfortable feeling of watching two animals that have been brought together for breeding purposes. One of those is the definition for croochy proochels. And uh our first guesser is Chip.
5: I feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> but the thing is, I can hear Polly Shore saying croochy poochle, and that just makes me <laughs> just feel really, really sad and uncomfortable. Um, so are
0: are you uncomfortable just from that, or are you uncomfortable because you're in a cramped position, or are you uncomfortable because you're watching two dogs going at
5: it? I am uncomfortable because I've got 17 points, and I feel like I'm just going to hand this game over to Jason.
0: Yeah, this is pretty important right here.
5: Yeah. No um, pressure. Do no, it, No, no pressure whatsoever. Do it, Chip. Dog treats.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. Out of the blue, (laughs) dog treats. (laughs) treats.
0: Okay. Next up is Kathy,
6: and I am in the uncomfortable position of being in round ten in the back, and my feet are need to be raised up, so I'm in a really uncomfortable ah, position. Ah, you know, as the cruci to...
0: pruchals is what that is. Mm-hmm, I've, mm-hmm. I've 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 had that before. Yep. Okay, is that your answer?
2: Yes.
7: Okie doke. Next up is Arnie. I am also... Oh, I'm tempted by a couple of these here. I, I will also go with the uncomfortable crouch, like crouched position. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, that,
1: uh, brings us to Jason. Well, I've really got the cruchy-pruchels now. <laughs> and I, I don't know whether I've got a snack, some dog treats, or just a feeling of discomfort. <laughs> um, I'm also going to go with the feeling of discomfort. Okay. Number six, the, the, I'm, I've been in a small space too long and I feel, feel I got all, all the cruchy-pruchels.
0: Understood.
3: Um, Brian, you're up. Oh boy, did I have the creepy Pruchels when I was a kid. I had to visit a family farm. It was very awkward. I had to watch the dogs. (laughs) I'm I'm picking that final one. (laughs) Okay.
4: And uh, that brings us to Adel. I'm literally staring at my bookshelf right now, and I do have a copy of Polly Shore's autobiography. So I do (laughs) unfairly know it is called Snoochie Boochies, buddies, (laughs) which makes me think uh, this is going to be the cramped position one. Okay. By the way, you've been disqualified by cheating. No, uh, I'm still the winner by owning a copy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) everyone's a winner. Yes. Uh,
6: in a
0: more realistic sense, uh, almost nobody here is a winner, except for the people that won. And I can say, with all the votes in, that at least one person has won low-definition 25 at this point. Let's find out who it is. Brian Hamilton thought that cruchy-pruchels might be the uncomfortable feeling of watching two animals that have been brought together for breeding purposes. Uh, one man's discomfort is another man's Saturday night. But that was Kathy's answer, so... <laughs> Good Does job, that mean Cassie. I won? Um, no, it means I won. I'm afraid not. Uh, but you're... Uh, y- yes. You both <laughs> won. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Uh, no, actually, uh, moving on. Chip thought that uh frucials might be dog treats. Uh, which was blunt and to the point and uh, convinced Chip. And in fact, that was Jason's answer, pushing Jason to 18 points... So uh, Jason is I at did least,
2: give
0: it to him. He, he may be our only winner. Let's find out. Uh, and so that leaves Kathy, Arnie, Jason, and Adele all of whom thought that Crouchy Pruchels might be a feeling of discomfort caused by sitting in a cramped position. If they're right... Then uh, we may have other winners here. So let's find out. Crouchy Pruchels is a feeling of discomfort yep. caused by sitting in a cramped position
2: oh, wow. which means
0: that we have two winners in tonight's low definition Jason and Arnie both have crested the 18 point uh, mark and therefore are our winners Whee-hoo! good job congrats Woo! nice job
1: wow. my winning well percentage has gone up slightly and Arnie <laughs> is batting, what, 500,
7: I guess now, right? I guess so. <laughs> Pretty good. This uh, guarantees no, it's, that I will it's a thousand. never Arnie be is not played Oh, again. Arnie's
1: never played before. He only played with yeah. Lexia. Yeah.
7: Oh, man. He's, he's our 1,000,
1: which 1, was 000. you at one point yeah, about 100 years ago. That's right. I remember that. Well, Arnie, yeah, and, you to uh, dream uh, big. You could come back 15 more times and, and never win again. Yeah. <laughs> And Jason, you would, I think your your uh, your your average would go up a fair amount
0: if you didn't have such a large denominator. Yeah, I and know. it's just getting larger and larger. But trying. it's great. It's great. You're getting better and better. Uh, actually, you ended up with 20 points um, and uh, Arnie ended up with 18, but you both win. So that's just how it works around here. Uh, in third place. Oh, Chip, you were so close. You were so close. And, and then you had so to say far. dog treats. You had to <laughs> say dog treats or you'd be right there with him. But uh, what are you going to do? That's how it works sometimes. Uh, You've won enough anyway. So, you know, congrats on the score you did get. In fourth place with 14 points was Adel. Well done, Adel. I don't remember what she did last time, but I I feel like uh, that's a very respectable score. And uh, so Kathy ends up in fifth with 10 points, and Brian ends up in sixth with eight.
6: Wait, I got double digits?
0: Yes, you did.
6: I'm so excited.
0: Well done. All right, and so uh, we come to the end of another episode filled with adventure, romance, and acts of daring do. Uh, I want to say thank you to my players, (laughs) Jason, Brian, Addle, Chip, Kathy, and Arnie. Dear listener, if you run across a weird word or have an idea for a new type of round, drop us a line at lowdefgs at gmail.com. The GS stands for Grace Slick. Uh, We love to hear from you, and we especially love having somebody else come up with content for us. Uh, we're also on Twitter at lowdefgs, so feel free to follow us if you'd like one additional tweet in your timeline every two years or so. And thank you for putting up with Low Definition. Until next time, this is Steve Lutz signing your yearbook. Have a great summer of indie. Stay cool. <laughs> <laughs>